Amen. We welcome the praise of the Lord today. Amen. Amen. Do these all your prayers today, as we always do, as we try to speak this morning to us for a little bit. If you got your Bibles, want to read? Turn with me to First Peter, first chapter. I'll be reading the twenty-first verse there. Just one verse there for a moment. First Peter, first chapter, twenty-first verse. time that we live in today, we have to have something to keep us going. I mean, something to look forward to. Amen. And for us, for Christians, we've got something to look forward to. That's a better place. Amen. First Peter 1, first chapter, 21st verse. Whom by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and give him glory that your faith and hope may be in God. Let's read it one more time. Whom by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead, give him glory that your faith and what? And hope may be in who? May be in God. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, today we just thank you again for this time and opportunity we have to be here. And I pray now, fathers, we open up your word, Father, that the Holy Spirit will anoint us today, Father, will guide and direct us, will give us what we need to hear today, Father, let our hearts be open to your word, for it's in Jesus' name we ask, amen. I love that scripture there, you know, and it says, you know, in a God, you know, raised him from the dead, we know that Christ raised from the dead, and give him glory, we know that, Amen. And that your faith and hope may be in God. Amen. I think God's still in control. Anybody with me on that? I still believe he's not caught off by, he's not caught off by surprise with everything going on. Very much so. Turn back with me if you want to. And I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this next in Genesis, the sixth chapter. And we're going to use some of that to go along with this maybe. But, you know, as we, we're going to talk a little bit about our faith and hope in, in God today. They seem like today, you know, with everything going on, seem like, you know, some people's maybe losing a little bit of faith and hope. That's my opinion. I don't know if it's yours or not, that we lose, we're losing a little bit of hope and faith in God today. But I still believe he knows what he's doing and he just nothing's caught him off surprise. And, and Christ is still coming to get his church one of these days. How many believes that? And I believe it can't be that far off. You know, that's just my opinion. Um, uh, I know today that he is, uh, we are, we are joined with Jesus Christ today. If you've been born again, I believe that very much so. And I believe that everything's going to be all right because we serve a God that is able today. I want to, as we look at this for just a moment, our faith and hope in, in God. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking about an illustration maybe that could give us a, uh, since of kind of where I want to go this morning, and I think this is in, in Noah's situation. Maybe we kind of look at it for just a little bit and see. Because we live in a time today, I mentioned just a minute ago, that we seem like today losing hope and faith in God seem like sometimes, seem like everything's going on, it's going crazy. But you know, if we look at Noah's life for just a little bit, and I, you know, I look at his, and man, and look what the, how much hope and faith and trust he put in God. You know, he had to put a lot in 
hope and faith in God for do what he'd done, you know, for the, when he built the ark. And the Bible, and this starts in about the sixth chapter here and, and goes on down through here. And, and the Bible tells us, you know, that, you know, that everything, and then I'm going to put, I'm going to read the fifth verse there. It said, God saw the weakness of men that was in the earth and every imagination and thoughts of their hearts was only evil continuously. I believe you could almost say that today. <laughs> Ever, you know, false today, ever witness today, can you imagine? I don't know what more they could have been doing then they was doing, are they doing today. I mean, we live in a blessed place, amen. But you get away from here for a little bit, I mean, it's going, there's lots of things going on here, you know, it's not good, but, it, you know, if we get to some place and it's just be a, it'll be, it's crazy. But, you know, and, and as we look at, and as he told Noah, you know, that the, all these things was going on, he told him to build an ark. We've, we've preached on this before and talked about the ark a little bit before, but I want to put this in your mind for just a little bit here because today we look at, and, and, and for instance, you know, like Noah did then, he looked, at, he looked around the world and God saw the weakness and craziest things going on. And, and I put this in my own version a little bit, but I think it could told, it could put, told Noah, said, you know, there's a way out of this. <laughs> And if you be obey my voice. And today there is a way out of the craziness that's going on today if we obey God's word. Anybody get what I'm trying to say for just a moment? And you think about all the craziness going on and all the going on. But he told Noah, he said, you know, Noah, and he, but the field verses, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. It tells a little bit about it. But he told Noah, you know, he said, he wants you to build me an ark out of gopher wood. And I want you to think about this for just a little bit. That, uh, you know, as he told Noah to build this and he told him the dimensions of it or how to build this ark. And you can imagine, can you imagine what was going through Noah's mind? Noah could have said, I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, could, I mean, I won't see that because, you know, it hadn't rained up on the earth. I don't think. There wasn't, this is the first boat that was ever made, I think. <laughs> And he gave him instruction how to do it. And you can think about it for just a moment. Noah couldn't go down to somebody else and say, you know, what's your opinion on this? How do I need to make this like he told me to? There was nobody. There was no boat builders. I mean, that's my opinion. He told Noah the dimensions of this boat to build. And according to the to this footnotes, until I got my Bible, this, this boat was going to be 450 foot long. If you could just imagine, get this in your mind for just a moment. This building out here, the new building we're building, it's 80 foot long. No, I'm sorry, sorry, it's 75 foot long. So this ark was going to be, we think it, five times longer than this building. Put five of them together. If you come up this way, four more buildings, it'd be a pretty good lease. And this building is 80 foot wide. According to this here, this, this ark was 75 foot wide. So it's about the same width. And the ark was going to be 45 foot tall. This building out here is somewhere about 20 foot tall, 22 foot tall, somewhere in the neighborhood. So it's about twice as, big, twice as tall as the peak of this building. Just, just get that in your mind for just a moment. No blueprint, nowhere. Nobody go ask, you know, if you've done this, you know, I need some help building a boat. They would tell you it's crazy. Get to think about it. And according to some scholars, this, this ark, this boat would hold, would hold 43,000 tons of weight. I just want to put this in your mind for a minute, how massive 
this was. In the time that Noah had to build it, was it in the time of technology? It was time of backbreaking work. And the one thing that blows my mind, when Noah told him all of this stuff, he said, you know, after this, you get the animals two by two, put them in there, you all know the story. And the other thing, I overlooked this sometime, don't think about it. And he told him, he told him in the 21st verse of the, of the sixth chapter, he told me, he said, and take thus all the, all the food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it, and it shall be food for thee and for them. I mean, he just had to build a boat. He had to grow a garden. <laughs> I mean, just think about it for the moment. You talk about a task. I didn't put it in his mind. He said, hey, you're not, get, get me this boat. You got to get all the animals together. But you're going to have to get the food for them. You know, we're together about 100 people here. And sometimes, you know, just get the food to feed 100 people here is a pretty good task for one meal. According to the Bible, they was on the boat about 150 days after the flood came, five months. Think about how much food. I'm just trying to put in your mind what God was telling Noah. What he was telling Noah. Noah, build me an ark. And you get done with that and get some food on it. And to read the 21st verse, or 22nd verse, and did Noah, and thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Obey. Think about it. What if you would have been sitting there in Noah's shoes? I would have said, no, God, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm no boat builder. I'm, I just don't know where to even start at. But according to the scripture, there was none of that went on. And Noah did what God told him to do. I said that to say this. Boy, no, it should make us ashamed sometimes the excuses we give God. Don't shut me down now. He told Noah, build this ark 450 foot long, 45 foot tall, 80 foot wide. Just that task would be enough. But now after that, you get me some groceries and you stock this thing. You're going to be on there for a file. I'll put this on around figures five months. And they're going to eat every day. And Noah did what God told him to do. If you look at that, and look at myself, I get to think about this this week. It makes me almost, it makes me just hide my face. And I'm ashamed sometimes because I complain what God tells me to do. Amen. Come on. God said, just witness somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> it would take about two or three minutes of your time, but you don't got it. You don't think. God says, go over and help clean the church or something like that. I can't find time to do that. I was telling Travis this morning, he said, he said, you've been fishing in. I said, no. I said, see, I ain't got time to do nothing anymore. I said, I, I thought the older you got, the less I'd have to do and the more time I'd have. But I guess the older I get, the slower I am. It'd take me longer to do the things. <laughs> Put a little wisdom with this. And when I do get home, when I sit down, I don't want to get up. I think about Noah, man. 
told you to do this. Noah said, I got it. I got it. Can you imagine for just a moment if we would just 10% beat it like Noah was, just 10%. How much better, how much better worship time we'd have probably. We just do 10% of the time that Noah spent doing something he didn't know what he was doing. But God was telling him how to do it. I don't know how to preach. I'm just trying to do what God tells me to do. I don't know how to teach, but I'm just doing what God tells me to do. I don't know how to witness, but I'm just doing what God tells me to do. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Why? Because my hope and faith is in God. God told Noah, he said, Noah, I'm going to send a flood up on the world. It's going to take everything out. But if you'll do this, I'll put this more version a little bit. If you'll do what I'm telling you to do, everything's going to be all right. Do you know what I'm talking about? This was God's judgment upon the world. But the ark was a show of mercy, I think, that they had a way to escape it. The ark to me, even Jesus himself referred to Noah and the ark. To me, the, the ark even refers to me that I can look at as Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is our escape today and that's why it's so important to know Jesus Christ that's the only way we can escape nobody know what I'm talking about that's the only way we can escape Noah started building I can imagine him out there the first morning man you know I was over here when they started first started doing this building out here you know We've just been almost a year in this building here, and I think we've done pretty good. I know some of you are losing patience on us, and we should have been in there by now, but, yeah, but we're not. But I was just thinking about that, and I was over here, you know, when they started doing that, I thought, you know, I'm glad they know what they're doing, because I wouldn't have a clue where to start at. And I can imagine Noah. You ever had a time, you know, you don't know what to do, but all of a sudden, you know, something started speaking to you. And the Spirit of God has started revealing to you what to do, what to say, what not to say, or what what to keep on going. I guess one of the main focus I want to get out of this message today, we are to complain about anything, really. God didn't ask you to build an ark. All he's asking you to get on the ark. Come on, you get that. Come on, you ought to shout over that. And that ark is Jesus Christ. It's already been made. Noah built the ark and him and his family got on it and they escaped what was coming, you know. And Jesus Christ, you know, he hung on the cross, you know, and he spread his arms out. And the ark was built, you know, when he raised from that dead that day, you know, and the, Satan couldn't hold him down, you know. And all he's asking us to do is just get on the ark. Amen. And we complain about it sometimes. Anybody getting anything? Sometimes I think I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself sometimes. I don't know about y'all. Because Noah has built this ark. Can you imagine day after day? People coming by and saying, Noah, you're about to, you lost it. There's not a cloud in the sky. Nothing. 
And Noah maybe told him what he's going to do, what he was doing. They said, well, how are you going to do this? Noah said, I don't know. I'm just doing what God. And the main thing God knows, God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. I know this is going to be short this morning. I'm going to wrap some of this up today. As Noah built this each and every day, kept on building, no cloud, no nothing happening. I don't remember on top of my head how long it took to build it. But like what God, what Noah's done, he said, Noah done what God told him to do. Can you imagine how much better we would be if we just do what God tells us to do? Just think about it for just a moment, myself too. Noah didn't put himself in the way. He said, well, Noah didn't say, you know, to make excuses. Well, Noah, or God, I got, to, I got this to do. I got this to do. I don't know when I can get time to work this in. I know nobody's ever said that, but in case you ever happen to want to say it someday, I can't work this in my schedule. But fast forward for a little while later, when it came time it was completed, they started getting in. Then all of a sudden, you know, a few clouds started gathering, started thundering. The raindrops started falling. I met people again and say, well, you know, he might have known what he's doing. He may have known somebody. But you know, the Bible says God shut the door himself. And it went up to Noah, let nobody in. You know, today we still got time to get on the ark. God ain't shut it yet. So we got no excuse today, amen. We got no excuse to we got no excuse to have an excuse. Can you find that song, The Maker, we done another day? I don't know, I bet he's good to do that. I bet he's good enough to do that. You remember what I'm talking about? I just think it'd be good to worship God today. No one knew the maker, and that's God. He put his hope and faith and trust in him. Where are you putting yours today? Are you trying to build a future for your grandkids? Where are you building that? It better be in this right here. It better be in this right here. You better be teaching them how to get an ark. I'm talking about the ark. The ark is Jesus Christ. You know what I'm talking That's the ark. Because it's going to float. Amen. Amen. I look, you know, I talk about this. Noah built this ark just out of what God told him to do. Go for wood. It probably wasn't a pretty sight to look at. I mean, beautiful, maybe. Fast forward to the time, you know, years ago, they built a Titanic. And I imagine it was for the behold the eye, brother my God, but it was beautiful. All the things they had. Unsinkable is what they said. Do you remember what happened? The Titanic sunk. Why? It's made by man. But the ark floated. Can you imagine? Because it was built. By the hands of God. Noah built it, but God, anybody know what I'm talking about? 
So, as we close that, I don't know if you'll be able to find that or not. I should have told him earlier, but just to come to my mind just a moment ago. I want you to think about it for just a moment. Of all the excuses I make and all the excuses you make, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves sometimes. My opinion. My opinion. We still have opportunity to get on the ark, and the ark is Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful today we serve a God that's almighty? He's great. He's great. If you can't get it, it's fine. He's great today. And I don't know your hearts today. I don't know your situation, whatever it may be. But I know her faith and trust is in God. It's in God. Her hope's in God. Is he making it, Lord? He going to get it? Stay with us now for just a moment. Her faith and trust is in God today. And you get to think about it for just a moment. All the things we put so much time in, sometimes it's not that important. What we purport is what we do with Jesus Christ. I guess this message, I don't know who it's for, it's maybe for myself a lot, because I make a lot of excuses. Sails on a troubled sea Ever there's a wind in my We played this the other day. It's a beautiful song. But I have a Let's stay in the day. Let's worship God. If you don't know the maker, please come and receive him today.